but we're not so Catholic that we've made any new ones. Uh, so, so while the Roman Catholics have gone on and canonized more people and have a process and some criteria for that, we've just kind of went, well, what we did was we put their names in the calendar and that's it. So Florence Lee Timo, for example, was the first woman priest in the Anglican Communion. Um, I think she was Japanese, I can't remember. Chinese, thank you. She was Chinese and she was the first female priest and so we wanted to recognize that and of course she led an exemplary life and did a great job and so we put her name in the calendar. Is she a saint? Mm, uh, kinda. We, we don't have anything official about it but heck yeah she's a saint. That's the other side of it. So we have this medieval tradition of formally deciding who is or isn't a saint and yet there's another tradition that goes back to Paul where he just writes his letters to the people in Corinth or Galatia or wherever saying to the saints in Corinth, to the saints in Galatia, to those called to be saints in Rome. And so the saints, you and I are the saints. Well, hang on, you know, just go easy on me there, buddy. Uh, it's kind of heavy, right? And yet there it is. So was Florence a saint? Heck yeah. You ask Florence if she was a saint, she'd go, no, I know myself far too well to claim anything like that. And that's the other thought about the saints, is you ask the saints themselves whether they feel particularly saintly, and they will tell you every time, no, I don't feel like a saint. I'm just trying to do the best I can. And it's the other people that say, well, whatever you're doing sure is working, because God is active and alive in who you are and what you do. So that, that notion of sainthood is both transcendent and majestic in that medieval sense, but it's also earthy and homely in the sense that we are all participants in the life of the saints. And that has a very down-to-earth, everyday character to it. So, the, um, that the, so these two things happen at the same time. I'm going to take a little digression into the world of music because it's one of the important worlds for me and it's one of the ways that I understand sainthood. Um, saints are the heroes of our faith. They are the exemplars. They are the ones that inspire us. And as a musician, I have my musical heroes. I, you may have heroes in either musical or other fields that are particular passions of you, great cooks, um, great engineers, architects, whatever it may be. There are the exemplars and the heroes in whatever field of human endeavor you'd like to choose. For me, it's music. And there are, there are two kinds of heroes. There are the heroes that I listen to their music and I go, that's it, I want to burn my guitar. I will never, ever, ever do that. That is so transcendent and glorious, it just is demoralizing, right? And then there are the people that inspired me to pick up the guitar, who were a little lower down on that uh, hierarchy, that they were good, but maybe I could do that. And maybe they could teach me how to do that. And so I have my teachers and my inspirations and those who have helped me along my musical journey. And sometimes just by being someone that said something about something we were hearing together or something I might have performed that made me go, huh, I need to look at that a whole new way and that adds a new dimension to this art that I love. And so there are people that have inspired me on my musical journey who have been, in a sense, heroes to me, but in a more manageable level. And I think there's that dimension to the saints as well. When we read the Beatitudes, blessed are those who give everything in the service of their faith. 
And there are heroes of our faith who have given everything. There are martyrs. Uh, I mean, the, the color red is a local innovation, but it's appropriate. It's the color of fire and blood. And how many saints went down in fire and blood? How many modern saints are still going down in fire and blood as they challenge the powers that be that corrupt and destroy the creatures of God? There are those who give everything, and we look at them, and just the same way I want to burn my guitar, I say, there's no point. I will never be that good. I will never be able to give everything, even though I am passionate about the cause and the rightness and all the rest of it. And so some saints are demoralizing. So I turn rather to those saints who are like my guitar teachers and others who have actually inspired me and helped me to be the best that I can be where I am right now. Maybe it's not the best that I will always be. Maybe I've been better in the past, but I'm still on the journey and they still are out there ahead of me in whatever way saying, come on, this is great, you're doing great and you can do better. And there are saints like that in my life. I don't really relate hugely to the great saints of antiquity or the medieval world. They're just too far outside my experience and some of them make me want to burn my guitar. Uh, they, they just, I, I can't even think about going there. But there are saints in my life who have inspired me, who have told me that there is something here that is worth pursuing, that have made me accept and articulate this thing called faith for which I had no words. I, I, I just, I, I mean, some of you are here, by the way. Um, because I've been here so long, some of my inspirations are sitting in this room at the various services today, um, where I joke, I want to be like them when I grow up. Um, it's, it's just true. Um, and, but there are others in my young life where, where it was, there was this sort of bolt of inspiration for me that the people who I most wanted to be like happened to be Anglican clergy. Um, and it, it, they, it was something about what they did, and, and I've, I know them better now. The, the sheen has somewhat faded. Um, and yet, and yet, what they represented to me still is the kind of thing that I'm pursuing in my faith life. It's this something moreness, that, that thing that I can't articulate, but without which life has no meaning. The, the, the transcendent dimension of love and life and beauty and truth and goodness, which are wrapped up in this Christian tradition and which were participated in, however imperfectly, by those people who inspired me in this journey. And so there are the everyday saints that I know who are my fellow Christians who have rolled their sleeves up with me in the business of church uh, and in the business of making the world a better place. And there are also those who inspired me in my particular vocation of uh, priesthood. So the, the real point that I want to make to you this morning is to take some time and reflect on who your saints are. They may not be St. Timothy or St. Mary or the ones that get churches named after them, but who are they in your life? If you do a little head scratching, I think you could come up with a few names. And what we do today is we give thanks for the saints. So whether they're still alive or if they've passed on, let's take a moment right now and give thanks for those people who have inspired us in our faith journeys and continue to give us encouragement either on this side of the grave or on the next. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen.